0: Today's podcast is entitled, End Times 245, The People and Places of the Restoration, Part 5. The podcast's objectives are, reveal who has been in control of the land of Israel during the end times, analyze the captivity of the Americas, Analyze the importance of understanding who's who and reveal why so many will never see the truth. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect with no place to go. Now, in the most recent podcast, we introduced the third and fourth dispersions of the nation of Israel. It was expedient for us to review these two dispersions in conjunction for the following reason which I will offer as an interest point. Unlike the Assyrian and Babylonian captivity, there was no interval between the captivity of continental Africa and the captivity of the Americas in which the nation of Israel returned home. On the contrary, the nation of Israel went directly into captivity in the Americas while they were in captivity in continental Africa. The reason why is sure. By the time the nation had gone into captivity in continental Africa, the world had transitioned into the infamous times of the Gentiles. As for the Assyrian and Babylonian captivities, these occurred prior to this disastrous time. Here's a question. What is the primary association between the dispersions of the nation of Israel and the times of the Gentiles? The answer? The word of truth reveals that Jerusalem and our land would be trodden down by the Gentiles during their time. Luke 21, 20-24 reads, And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its laying waste is near. Then let those in Yehuda flee to the mountains, and let those who are in the midst of her go out, and let not those who are in the fields enter her. Because these are the days of vengeance to fill all that have been written, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. This passage speaks expressly to why the nation of Israel could not return to the land of promise after entering continental Africa. It's because the land fell into the hands of the Gentiles and it will remain in their possession until the fourth season and these last days. This reality, which is supported by the word of truth, reveals a great mystery concerning, at the very least, a major faction of those who call themselves Jews. In these last days, I will offer it in the form of an interest point, and I ask you to receive it by the Spirit and without prejudice. Seeing as Yahushua Messiah told us that Jerusalem would be trodden down by the Gentiles until the fourth season in these last days, then it must be understood. That those who are currently in the land of promise are Gentiles. Otherwise, if we presume those who are in the land today are, in fact, Israelites descending from Jacob, then we are calling our loving master a liar. And this is something his people would never do. This conclusion is in line with the revelation of Yahushua Messiah, authored by John, which we analyzed in a prior podcast. In it, we found John saying, See, I am giving up those of the synagogue of Satan, who say they are Yehudah and are not, but lie. See, I am making them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. This word found in Revelation 3 reinforces a reality that is difficult for many to accept. That is, the reality that many who call themselves Jews are not Hebrew Israelites. Rather, they are Gentiles. My dear friends, we must accept this truth. We must accept this reality if we are children of the Most High, for as Elohim is our Father, we cannot continue in believing a lie. We cannot continue to embrace an alternate reality created by our enemy. Here is the conclusion of this matter. The Gentiles Have been in full control of the land of Israel since Rome destroyed Jerusalem in 70 CE. And all who have maintained rule in the land are ethnic Gentiles according to the word of truth. This brings us back to the connection between the captivity of continental Africa. In the captivity of the Americas. Explicitly, after the siege of Jerusalem, the nation of Israel found themselves, for all intents and purposes, trapped within continental Africa with no place to go. The captivity of the Americas. Now, This proverbial dead end set the stage for the captivity of the Americas. Remember, Elohim had by this point in time scattered his people to the northern, eastern, and southern corners of the world. The only corner he had not scattered them was the western corner. And what land, my friends? Is west of continental Africa. Enter the Americas. This brings us to the question of the hour namely, when did the children of Israel come to be captives in the Americas? The answer during the transatlantic slave trade. This brings us to our first revelation, that is, the Hebrew Israelites were and have always been a people of color. And we came to be in captivity in the Americas in modern times, in line with the prophecy that we would be scattered to the western corner of the world. Now. Very needless to say, there are scriptures and historical pieces of evidence which prove the Hebrew Israelites are a people of color, as were all the Shemites in their origin. And yet, the Spirit has not led me to dwell on this matter for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. Not all the people of color who came to the Americas during the transatlantic slave trade were Hebrew Israelites. Some of them were native Africans. For that reason, we cannot simply assume every person of color who came to be in slavery in America and is presently in America is a Hebrew Israelite. Understanding who's who. Now, there are two primary takeaways from these matters. One, the Hebrew Israelites are a people of color in their origin. And two, not everyone who was enslaved in the Americas during the transatlantic slave trade was a Hebrew Israelite. Concerning the first point, it shouldn't be too hard to understand that the descendants of Jacob are a people of color if you follow the table of nations. If you recall, we unveiled the table of nations in a prior podcast based upon lineages of the three sons of Noah recorded in Genesis 10. If you follow these linges of the three sons of Noah, the only men who survived the flood, you will not only come to see how our ancestors were predominantly a people of color, but you will also come to the following conclusion, which I will offer as an interest point. All the families within the table of nations are peoples of color. Except for the Gentiles who are descendants of Yephat, i.e., Japheth. Here lies the inflection, namely, none of the descendants of Yephat are in our lineage. Search the scriptures and you will see there are no Gentiles in our family tree. Notwithstanding, the scriptures reveal that there are many Canaanites in our lineage. And the Canaanites are all descendants of Kwam, the father of all the African nations, all of whom are historically peoples of color. Combine this with the fact that our people were in Africa for almost 1,500 years prior to the transatlantic slave trade, and you can easily see how we, as a people, would resemble Native Africans. And yet, there are still distinct differences between us and them. This leads us to the second takeaway. That is, not everyone who was enslaved in the Americas during the transatlantic slave trade, was a Hebrew Israelite. Likewise, not every Hebrew Israelite who had fled to continental Africa after the siege of Jerusalem went into captivity in the Americas. In fact, some are yet in continental Africa. Now, it is important for you to appreciate the sum of these matters concerning the physical descendants of Yacob for a critical reason, which I will offer as an interest point. Again, I ask you to receive it by the Spirit and without prejudice. Although the Hebrew Israelites were, in their origin, a people of color, In these last days, they have come to largely resemble the people and lands of their captivities. For this reason, we must appreciate the fact that many of our people, again, in these last days, don't look anything alike. And although that should have no bearing on how we see ourselves, or how we see each other, we must appreciate the fact that racism and prejudices are real. They are very real. And yet our heavenly father is no respecter of persons, neither should we be. Furthermore, only he can look at this present generation and successfully trace every man, woman and child, back to their ancestors. Therefore, in understanding who's who in these last days, we must look to the Spirit to lead us and guide us, lest we embrace men and women who look like us on the outside, but on the inside they are filled with dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Matters they cannot see. Now, like all the matters we have brought forth concerning the restoration of the nation of Israel, we are not introducing these matters as spiritual guesswork or petty practice. As I stated before, we are analyzing the high points of the season As matters of spiritual fact. Therefore, I am not sharing this information to start or rehash a past or ongoing debate. For the truth is as the sun. Every morning it rises and every evening it sets. What can be done? Well, I'll tell you two things actually. First and foremost, And what I would recommend is simply that you would embrace the truth. Don't argue with it. Don't fight against it. Don't try to change it. Just accept it as it is. And yet, as simple as that sounds, and as simple as it often is, there is a key prerequisite you must succeed. And seeing how super critical it is, I will offer it as an interest point. I ask you to consider it faithfully, and I trust you will live. The Father is not revealing the truth to everyone. In fact, there are certain people who will never see the truth. This is not because Yahuwah Elohim. Is an unjust, mighty one. On the contrary, it is because these men and women are not worthy of the truth. Now, this truth brings us to the question of the hour that is, how do you become worthy to receive the truth? The answer you must be transformed into the image and likeness of Yahushua Messiah, a man who hated this world of iniquity and detested its works and its ways. Likewise, as our loving master testified that his meat, i.e. his nourishment or his food, was to do the will of the one who sent him, his will has become and will forever be our life. It is our meat. It is our nourishment. It is our food. Enoch 38, 5-7 through seven reads, Therefore the elect and the concealed one existed in his presence before the world was created and forever. In his presence he existed And has revealed to the saints and to the righteous the wisdom of the Lord of spirits. For he has preserved the lot of the righteous because they have hated and rejected this world of iniquity and have detested all its works and ways in the name of the Lord of spirits. For in his name, so they be preserved, and his will shall be their life. This, my friends, is why he has revealed the truth to us and why we will be preserved in these last days. And this is why so many are not embracing the truth the Father has revealed to you and to me. It's because these are matters which they cannot see. Now, here is the final word. One of the greatest powers in life by far is knowing who we really are. This is clear to see when you're dealing with yourself and understanding who you are and your purpose and your destiny. But it is often difficult to appreciate when it comes to everyone else. And yet, you must appreciate it. You must appreciate how everyone in this world has a purpose and a destiny. And the vast majority of these will spend their eternal future in the lake of fire. And if we're not careful, if we allow ourselves to be spiritually contaminated by the land of our captivity, then we too will perish with those who made us captives, and we will never be free. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast end times to Forty-five, the people and places of the restoration part five and the next podcast is entitled end times 246 the people and places of the restoration part six i will post this podcast on monday december 11th 2023 until then my friends Continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. Continue in fasting. And most of all, continue to be focused. For the end is coming. The end is near.